With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Pick and Roll, the NBA betting show on the board YouTube channel, part of the Hammer Betting Network. And we're back at our new time again, 945 or just about a.m. Eastern time for some more NBA betting here, looking to start putting together a winning week after another difficult day with some inefficient shooting from some of our players. We'll recap that a little bit later on in the show, but we do have two free picks on the way for you guys. So if you've been playing with us this season, you've been tailing us, make sure you guys have hit that like button, smash that like button on the streams, pump us up in that YouTube algorithm and subscribe for more content right here on the board YouTube channel. Me and Pips are live every single weekday morning. So start off, we're going to get into our free pick segment of the show. Like I said, two free picks today. First one is an MGM same game parlay. Second one is a player prop available at FanDuel. So let's get right into it. So this one is the one I mentioned in the chat that we are fixing right before the show and fixing. Well, it's still a great play and it is in the Lakers and Mavericks game here. We're not going back to Luka Doncic in this one. We are going to be playing against the Dallas Mavericks here and we're going to be taking Anthony Davis. We're fading him. Under 28 and a half points. And we're going to pair that with the Lakers alternate spread of plus eight and a half. And we're going to get a nice plus 138 on this same game parlay. Like I said, at MGM. So going under on Davis, but still liking the Lakers here. Pips will talk about that in just a second here. In the second play, we're going to the Nuggets and the Bulls. The Bulls have been much improved. DeRozan was exceptional yesterday, but we're fading him today. DeMar DeRozan under 25 and a half points that is available now at minus 108 at FanDuel. So we got that coming towards us right after the show went live. So those are the two plays for today. Pips, tell us about the AD play. First of all, we're fading AD, but we're still back in the Lakers a little bit. Why don't you explain why? <clears throat> so, uh, so far this season, AD covered this line in only five games and the Dallas Mavericks, so I spoke about last time on the show, AD is great when he gets single coverage and when he gets a team that's terrible in pick and roll defense and the team that's terrible in, in defending uh, offensive rebounds. Dallas, for, so these two teams played like 10, week, 10 days ago, AD had 10 points in 36 minutes. And the reason why he had only 10 points because they double team him on his post ups. They like in, like insane aggressive tug on on the roll from the corners. So they were just trying to stop AD from getting any easy buckets. And as a, as a result, he had I think in season like season low ten field goal attempts and ten points in thirty six minutes. Like he played four minutes. It was very close game, and he got ten points. Not even close this line. And even when he scored, it was like. Transition dunk, uh, offensive putback, and like one fouling when they've been bonus. So like very struggled heavily to cover this, and like overall struggling to cover this this season. And 
yeah. So the, the second part of this bet is Lakers <clears throat> plus eight and a half. They had two days rest. Now this is the third day from the from the Saturday. The game on Saturday wasn't even that that like it was a comfortable win. Uh, no no big minutes for anyone on, on on the team. And Dallas Mavericks is on back to back without Kyrie Irving, Grant Williams, Derek Jones Jr., Maxi Kleba, and maybe even Tim Hardaway Jr. So like that's insane. Like they are like lost half the team and I think Lakers have a decent uh, players to defend Luka Doncic. So there is no one else on the on the Dallas Mavericks besides Luka Doncic to score and they have a decent defense for him with Vendo and and uh, Reddish and AD obviously, yeah. So so they can make the life tough for Luka. They are on a back-to-back after playing crazy usage last last game. So yeah, I just think uh, even if it's a, like somehow make the close game, I think like Lakers should cover this easily. Yeah, makes sense on that for Dallas and who they have available. <laughs> Maybe even Dallas got bumped up after they still uh, blew out the Memphis Grizzlies. I think it was a blowout in the end over the Memphis Grizzlies. I can just double check right here. So yeah, bit of a taxing game for them. They didn't blow them out. And, you know, it was a seven point game, but um, yeah, like you said, lots of rest for the Lakers <laughs> that appeals to them. And for the matchup perspective, we like AD. So let's go to the second play here. We're playing DeMar DeRozan after yesterday he had a massive night. Just going to reconfirm his numbers from the previous game. Yeah, 41 points against the Bucks in an overtime loss. Perhaps the overtime playing last night factors into this, but you're playing DeMar under 25 and a half points. Yep. Uh, so I think it's I think everyone in the betting space probably already know that Demar Derozan in back to back is a thing. So he last this season he averaged seven like if it let, let's just first go to the line. Uh, so this season he covered this line only in two games when he played less than forty minutes. So if, if we have minutes played twenty five to forty, he is under this line in seventeen out of twenty games. Like. His average is not even close. Like he's averaging 21.2 points. And if you take a look at back-to-back games, he averaged 17 points this season, which is almost five points lower than his uh, non-back-to-back games. Last season, same thing. The murder on last season, back-to-back games averaged four and a half points lower than, uh, than in the every, every other game. Uh, so yeah, he's known for like lower usage, lower scoring in back-to-back games. Last night he played 42 minutes, and he's coming into back-to-back games. Earlier this season he played uh, against the Denver Nuggets, 34 minutes, scored 17 points. Yeah, the thing is, Lavin was out there, and now Lavin is out. But <clears throat> Lavin only took 10 field goal attempts in that game, and Demar Derozan still didn't cover. They will play him, probably blitzing him and being Jokic at the level on the screen against him, taking away his mid-range and his isolation. And he's going against uh, Aaron Gordon, uh, which is like very, very difficult uh, matchup for, yeah, for, for Gordon, especially on tired legs after the, the overtime and 32 minutes last night. So yeah, he didn't cover this line in a lot of games. He is on back-to-back. 
Uh, he is on back to back after 42 minutes. Denver will defend him very high on the screens, taking away his his best part of his game. And I, it's Denver is on back to back, but I, I I can see them blowing them out. Like I I can honestly see that. Like spread is not saying that. I think it's 7.5, but I can see that. I mean, Bull, Bulls did play well over the last couple of games, but they played like teams that are kind of expected them to play well against. I mean. Bucks are struggling, like uh, so. That's not issue. Like I don't think Bucks comfortable win like anyone against in this season. So only game they won comfortable was against the Knicks, but that was crazy shooting from them. And this wasn't a good matchup for Bucks. The Bulls always do great against Giannis, and they do great against Damian Lillard. So yeah, it was it was a difficult game for for the Bucks. Also, the Mar forty one points against the Bucks, like drop coverage. Terrible backward defense, uh, mid-range wide open entire games. So like 41 points against the Bucks. Everyone, every player who has who is a great pull-up shooter had great games against the Bucks. That that's I'm just not taking it taking it with a grain of salt. There you have it. Those are the two free picks. Let's transition into the daily recap of the previous day's bets. And it's getting. I mean, we don't make excuses, like, but it's getting pretty comical with what we're seeing right now. Uh, like, we're on the bad run, and Derek Jones Jr. gets five points in the first six minutes. We only needed 12 and a half, and he's out injured, uh, as if they didn't have enough injuries to deal with. And then in the other play that we lost, uh, the other, like, big play that we lost, Vassell, we needed 15 points. He ends on 14. He goes 5 of 16. He goes 1 of 9 from the from 3. 3 of 5 from free throws. Could have easily covered this late. To be fair, Shen Goon ends on 15 exactly. So if you played it on our show track play, you had that. If you played it on ESPN, you wouldn't have had that. But that would have been slight. But it's just consistently, like, you were, we're finding the right spots here, evidently, with the with players. Like, Derek Jones, well on his way. Vassell, point-wise, easily should cover. He took more than – he took 16 shots. He should have easily covered this. But uh, only Cade Cunningham is a winning play. And that is a one-in-three day after – Doncic goes three of four as well on the big SGP. Uh, yeah, Pips, do you want to – any <laughs> thoughts overall? Sum up the day. Uh, yeah. Like, the last week never ended. We just continue in some crazy stuff. Like, uh, there is no way Derek Jones doesn't cover this line in, in, in his full minutes. Like, he was getting great looks and, like, he's – Missed two wide open threes and still had, still had five points in six minutes. And the crazy thing is uh, he didn't come back because he got knee to the quad, like a knock. It's not like some crazy injury. Yeah. He was just stuck on the screen and that's it, which is crazy. I never seen like players not returning after that kind of stuff. But And Vassell... I don't know, like, this is one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Like, both teams shooting, like, 30% from the field. It, it was crazy. Uh, even, like, Shingun assist, I think he covered, like, with two minutes left. Like, Yeah, that was... They, they couldn't make any shots, like, 30% from the field. Like, crazy stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, we had insane start. Now we almost get all back, which is kind of sad. But, like, this is... Like last last couple of losses, like like ten out of last 
like I say, six out of last ten losses were just some crazy winners, and then we'll be all right. But yeah, yeah, Said. we're uh, yeah, uh, on the season we did have that really good run. We're up three units on the season, and like you look at these bets that we've made, like very few. I, I don't know of any of the bets from last week you can look at and say like 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 bad spot, like maybe one or two, but like the rest, I'm looking at. Like how close they were. AD, and you look at AD was only like, like four, four. Bets. Yeah, that was the only. Okay, that was the only one last week. I was like, oh, okay, not not maybe not the best, not a great spot to take. But yeah. like the other ones, oh my goodness! Like we're getting the usage, we're getting the matchups that we expected or that you expected rather, and it's just it just hasn't worked out. So once that starts to click again, uh, confidence is here. And look, we still have the viewers here who show out and, and uh, recognize this as well. We're going to get this back on track the two plays today. And Jamrock makes a good point. Derek Jones being out also did not help Luca's assist line, which was the only thing that did not cover. But uh, to be fair, he wasn't very close on that one. But, yeah, it wasn't a great team around him. It got even worse when Derek yeah, Jones close. went out. Um, yeah. did, he, did he have, what, did he have six assists, I think? Was it? Yeah, I think it was six. Anyways. That could have been a great day. Yeah, but he had, I think he had 17. He had 17. Potential assists. Oh my god. He had 17 potential assists and yeah. Oh boy. All right. Well, nothing we can do. We move on. We have the two picks today, but let's go into a bit of discussion piece and ourselves off here. So speaking of speaking of speaking of being in a rut, the Toronto Raptors, my Toronto Raptors, four losses in a row, nine and fourteen on the season. This is a team that had to them according to themselves aspirations to make the playoffs this season, but we knew the offense would be bad, and it's not good. It's 20th in the league, offensive rating-wise. But we didn't know the defense was going to be bad. That's bad, too. They're 18th in the NBA on defense. Uh, like I said, fourth loss in a row. Knicks beat them 136 to 130 in yesterday's game. I I know a lot, but let's go to Pibbs, first of all. Where do you think the biggest issues are right now in Toronto? <clears throat> Uh, like I, I'm honestly losing a bit of faith in, in, in Jakovic because, like I said, like team with Jacob, Siakam, OG, Barnes, Achua, Schroeder shouldn't have any problems being like top 15 defense, at least, like probably not even top 10 defense. Like that should be the up there. Like you have the you have the players that are good on defense, and you just need to figure out how to defend. And so far, like honestly, like I I had like some bets on the Barnes yesterday, and rebounds, and he couldn't get a rebound because you guys couldn't get a stop, which is insane. Like 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 you guys had two rebounds in the entire fourth quarter because you couldn't get a stop, which is insanity. Like unbelievable stuff but i i honestly don't know like maybe switch everything switch one to four play jacob a bit higher on the level like deep, this deep drop cover doesn't work yeah yeah also on offense just don't throw away first quarter on of every game just and then try to catch up later into the game with going to the things you already know it will work from, from the beginning yeah, I mean, last night was it's against the Knicks, like okay, like but the game lost against the Cornets is unexcusable, like it's unbelievable stuff. 
Well, it, it's not just like, like you look at this game against the Knicks, you go, okay, the Knicks are better. You lose by six points. This is not like, if like you look at that, you don't think it's that bad, but like the Raptors took 10 more field goal attempts and seven more free throws and lost. Like the, the Knicks shot above 60% from the field and almost 59% from three. Like, People are wondering, watch, like, how are the Raptors giving up so many threes and giving up all these high percentage, giving up these high percentage from three? Because they're always open. Like, like screen navigation has been awful, uh, on ball and off ball. Um, just overhelping, overhelping a lot. Yeah, overhelping, which doesn't really make sense because, like, like you said, OG, like OG's all defense. Siakam took a big step up defensively this season. Barnes took a big step up defensively. Pirtle gets got traded for, for like you traded first and you're paying him 20 million a year to be a rim protector and Schroeder, like he's not a great defender, but he's not, I wouldn't call him like a negative defender really. Yeah. He's okay. Yeah. Like, like sure. Like, you know, the Raptors bench sucks, but I I don't even think that's really where the biggest problems are lying. Like the starters are losing their minutes now, which wasn't the case earlier on in the season. So yeah, with Darko, like, yeah, this offense sucks. Like that was apparent, but the fact that you can't even like play defense, like the so the Hornets one, they took fourteen more field goal attempts and one more free throw attempt. So they dominate the possession battles. They cannot score and they cannot get a stop right now. So you have this team that wants to make the playoffs. Uh, that, by the way, has no twenty twenty four first round pick and is nine and fourteen and has the Hawks back to back. The Hornets again, and then the Nuggets and the Sixers. Their next five games. This is uh, this is tr- this is trouble in Toronto. I haven't experienced this. In yeah, a while. I just say like uh, Knicks get one hundred and forty offensive rating. That's just mind blowing, mind blowing. Yeah. So when you look at the Knicks and the Raptors, you also expect like okay, like if you don't look at any data this season, like just looking at the game. Like, you expect, like, okay, this could be, like, under 200 points game. Both teams have good, great defense. Yeah, yeah. Both, both teams start playing playing a bit slower side. The pace was 96 in that game, which is very slow. Like, below league average slow. And it was, like, almost 300 points game. Yeah, insane. Like, every starter from the Knicks, uh, from the Knicks get over 50% from the field. Randall starting to play in... Ren was playing great over the last 10 games. Yeah, or, or uh, like, he's insane. Stop him. Um, although yeah. it took Darko like three and a half quarters to figure out OG should guard him and not Siakam or Barnes. Like, I, to be fair, Barnes and Siakam did fine. He was hitting tough shots, but your best defender. play Put him on the guy that, that has the hot hands. Um, and, and you might and, people would also be saying, um, Raptors scored 130. How's the offense bad? No. Mitchell Robinson, they started Jericho Sims. They didn't close with him, to be fair. And no Emmanuel quickly. They had Miles McBride playing instead. Like, the downgrade on those two positions is astounding. And the Raptors, yeah, could could not generate stops. It's absurd. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They were probably without their, like, third and fifth best player. So, <laughs> insane. Yeah, uh, so trouble in Toronto. Uh, NBA trades, like, are more likely to happen in three days after like free agents. The people who signed us for agents in the summer are now available to trade in three days. But I don't know. With Toronto, you never really know. They're a tight-lipped organization. 
And the issue right now is that the front offense of Toronto might be crazy enough to think that this can still work. So that's probably the hardest thing right now for Raptors fans to deal with is that like the front office seems to be the only people who thinks that this team might be good. Everyone else is like, this team sucks. And you're just delaying the inevitable by waiting longer and longer and trying to delay the process of definitely needing to rebuild this team with Scotty Barnes. But, uh, oh my goodness, it is uh, it is a tough scene in Toronto. Toronto fans down bad. And in baseball fans, we just got rocked with a unfortunate free agent news. If anybody saw a show, of course, if you're a baseball fan, you saw Shohei Otani signed for the Dodgers. Right the day after it was reported by credible sources, he was going to sign in Toronto. Toronto sports is down extremely bad right now. But we will bounce back. Hopefully, the Raptors commit to a rebuild soon. Uh, hopefully, as well, the show, we bounce back today. Let's recap. We have two official picks on for today's show. And we're going, first of all, to the Lakers and Mavericks. We got an SGP for plus 138 odds at BetMGM. Anthony Davis under 28.5 points. Lakers plus 8.5 on the alternate spread. In our second play in the Nuggets and Bulls game, we have DeMar DeRozan under 25.5 points. At minus, well, for minus one away odds at FanDuel. This one steamed a bit. Play this one up to minus 125. There's a, there's a good degree of confidence in this pick. So, anywhere you can find that, make sure you're line shopping minus 125 or better. Uh, that should still be available at FanDuel. But for people, maybe catch the show a little bit later on. You can have that as well because the show's going early, 9 45 a.m. Eastern time. Plenty of time throughout the day to catch the pick. So, make sure you're subscribed to Pick and Roll. But if you want the best lines guaranteed, Catch the show live by hitting that notification bell as well. If you're telling the picks, smash that like button. If you just enjoy the show, smash that like button. Me and Pips, we're going to be back tomorrow for more from Pick and Roll. We hope to see you there. <laughs>